0: Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Branson-Bello. 2 okay. Corinthians chapter 9 verse 5 says, therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren to go to you ahead of time and prepare your generous gift beforehand, which you had previously promised. That it may be ready as a matter of generosity, not as a grudging obligation. As a matter of generosity, not as a grudging obligation. Let's use the King James Version. Let let me see. Amen. Right, right. It says, Wherefore ye had noticed before that the same might be ready... As a matter of bounty, say bounty with me, bounty. and not as of covetousness. All right, bounty and covetousness, these are two words that you see here in the scripture that are very important. It describes um, the ways in which people give. You can give as a matter of bounty, or from the place of bounty, or you're giving can be summarized as bountiful while somebody else can give and it can be termed as from the place of covetousness, right? So I want to teach you properly so that you don't give and fall into the category of when you give out of covetousness, you know, so that it doesn't feel like um, the person who is speaking on the pulpit is robbing you or you are robbing yourself. So you must learn how to give in the New Testament order. Is that okay? Okay, let's keep reading down. Um, Verse 6. But this I say, He which soweth sparingly shall what? Shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth what? Bountifully. You see the word repeating itself again, second time. Um, Shall what? Reap bountifully praise the Lord so I would just start from this place the difference between sparring giving and bountiful giving alright so the the mind of Christ will, will have you always give bountifully not sparingly I want you to listen to me with your head first let me, I need your head right now praise God I'll get to your heart later, but I, I need your mind now. Amen. So the mind of Christ will will get you to give
1: bountifully
0: and not sparingly. So what's the difference between a, a bountiful giving and a sparing giving? The word sparing means nothing in it. There is there's nothing in it. That's the word sparingly. Right, there's there's nothing in it. It's sparse. It's empty. It's so the word bountiful means that there is so much inside of it. It's not it's not empty. There are many things inside of it. Um. Okay, let me use an example to drive my point. Who has a five iron note here? Okay, can I have one, please? Thank you, sir. Who has uh, a 15-hour note here? Thank you. Those who have will say, I don't have. Don't worry, the 15-hour is not defining you. I'm trying to differentiate between the meaning of the word bountiful and what? Inspiring. you. Okay. Um this is five hundred. This is fifty naya. by the way, I never promised that I was giving you back this money. Amen. So this is five hundred, this is fifty. I'll give you back yours. (laughs) You know I will give you back your own. It's even (laughs) Tom. It's really sparring. (laughs) It's really sparring. It suits the example. Like you were in sync. (laughs) (laughs) And both of you are sitting behind me. What a mighty God. (laughs) (laughs) Lulu has money. Don't mind all this one. Now. So. Which one is more? Denomination wise. This is more. And this is less. Okay. Um. But from the principle of Jesus' teaching and statement, when he was talking about the widow's mite, uh, the woman who gave, is it two mites now? Can you show me that scripture, Josh? And he looked up and saw the rich men casting casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in two mites. And he said, of a truth... I say unto you that this poor widow have cast in more than they all. Now, based on amount, this is bountiful and this is sparring. So if we were going to the bank, for example, uh, the bank will say to you that this is bountiful and this is sparring because it is the bank we're going to. But when we when we give our offering, we're not going to the bank. We're going to God. So God now has a standard of operation or judgment, standard definition of what he calls sparingly and bountiful. Now let us say, based on denomination, um, this is... More and this is less. But according to Jesus, this woman gave this and the other rich men gave this. According to Jesus, she gave bountifully, they gave sparingly. So so when it comes to amount, um, the woman gave less, but her offering was more. The amount was less, but the offering was what? More. Was more. So... Your offering, the value of your offering is not in the amount. You have to understand that, first of all. Um, I'm going to make this easier. Somebody give me another 500 naira note. Give me another 500 naira note. You see, all these people who are behind me, I was so shady, but so blessed people. Praise God. So can I say something to you? Now, this is Lizzie's amount. This is size amount. Do you know that when you bring, when two people bring an offering of the same amount, one can be bountiful, the other is sparing. So even though the amount is the same, it doesn't mean that one is, or they are both bountiful. So then what is the definition of bountiful? bountiful, and sparingly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, Which one is yours? (laughs) So what it means is that the offering must be tied to a heart connection for it to be bountiful. You know I said that bountiful means that it is full of something. So it's not the amount. But sparingly means that there is nothing in it. Some of us give amounts or we give money and there is nothing in it. Or there is nothing with it. That's a sparing giving. That's giving sparingly. But to give bountifully is when there is a hard connection with your giving. That's bountiful. Now from, all, from the conversation Jesus was having... Uh, With disciples, he also said that if you go back to check the amounts that these rich people probably have what they gave in comparison to how much they have left is is a far cry so apart from the emotional connection to your giving the second thing is also the value if the money represents your value because the woman actually gave all that she had is that correct? Yeah, she gave all that she had. That was all that she had completely. So it was a bountiful giving because number one, it was an emotional giving. It was when I mean. Emotional. I mean, it, it had a heart connection, right? Um, God loves a cheerful giver. Am I correct? Is being cheerful is it a mental thing or a heart thing? So it's emotional, right? Do do you prefer someone to give you something and there is no connection with the heart? Or you prefer someone to give you something with so much of heart involvement? Because the heart involvement is saying, I'm not just giving you this, but I care about you. Is there a difference? Because, see, I prefer the gift... I prefer the gift... From someone who cares about me than I don't send you, but I'm giving you just because I have. Anyways, I'll receive them both. Yeah. <laughs> but preference, I will choose one. If I was to choose, I will want you to care first. How do you think God gave? For God so That before he talked about the gift, he talked about the people he was giving. So, God was happy to give. Do you understand this? That was a cheerful giving. So, there it's a bountiful giving because there is something with the gift. What is with the gift? A heart connection. Do you understand this? So, there is nothing ordinary about your offering. Nothing ordinary about your offering. In fact, as a matter of fact, if you um, if you compare the giving of of Cain and Abel, they, they they probably both were of the same value, but they had different significances. That if you did trade and butter, if Abel did trade and butter, like I take my animal sacrifices and I'm giving it to Cain. He probably would be able to. Cain didn't give rotten things. That's not. That's not. That's not what it it was. He actually gave something that was without blood, and and for for God to have explained the principle of sacrifice on the altar using Adam, all right? How God stripped the animal and covered Adam and Eve with the skin of the animal. He's trying to say that the acceptable offering is the one that goes with blood. So Abel's sacrifice was accepted because he had blood in it. But Cain's sacrifice wasn't accepted because there was no blood in it. How do you give a sacrifice without blood? So Cain didn't get the principle. So in terms of significance, one was with something, the other was without something. Do you understand what I'm saying? So one was a bountiful, even though they had the same value. Same 500, same 500. But one is sparring, one is empty, then the other one is bountiful because it it came with the heart. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Okay, so it's, it's not about the amount, all right? But it is the heart connection first. And number two, we also established that it is something that represents your value. It represents your value. So that's the offering that that moves. That's the offering that counts. Because Jesus is saying this woman actually gave more. Because those people were rich people. So back to the, the, the question I was asking you. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer someone to give you because he cares about you? Or do you prefer a gift without care? Answer me sincerely. I prefer a gift that comes with care. When, when you were <laughs> not feeling so well and your mom was making pepper soup for you or she was, you know, making food for you and then while you were much, maybe when you were much younger and she was in the kitchen and, you know, she would come rub your back, put um, wet towel on your forehead and, you know, you know tell your son everything is going to be okay. I hope I'm not describing a movie. uh, (laughs) Praise God. Uh, Did we all all experience? Alright. And then when you got healed, I have a question for you. What do you think healed you? It was the care. Maybe not even the medicine. It was just the care. It was just the care. So you felt better because she came around and you could see care exuding from her and then she gave you the gift of, of a medication or something, whatever it is. So the third thing I want to talk about your offering is, you know, the Bible says that, the Bible says that the word did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith, right? Oh yeah. The children of Israel, back in the days when they had, Manna, um, it wasn't mixed with faith, actually. So if you notice, the manna died out and they were still in the need for something more. But if you come to, the, uh, the, the, uh, to Jesus' example, it's different. I just give you the example of the children of Israel while they were in the wilderness and then manna fell down. How did manna fall down? Manna fell down because they were grumbling at first. Have you brought us here to destroy us? So they kept on grumbling at God. And God decided to send them angel's food. So grumbling brought some kind of provision that did not last. Yeah? So they grumbled themselves. They grumbled their way into God's blessings. But that's the reason why that kind of blessing won't stay till the next day. Does somebody get it what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But but now, look at the case of Jesus. Jesus is in the wilderness. wilderness. Same situation now. But he's teaching the people for three days and they are not even aware that they are hungry. Because they've been hearing words of faith And Jesus decides to take a break and says, who has two, I mean, who has food here? Whatever anybody has, break. And then they brought two fish and five loaves of bread and he broke it. So now from faith, all right, they break the bread and it multiplies. And there was 12 baskets, which signifies in, in, which signifies leftover. Are, Are you getting what I'm saying Now. Now look at it this way your offering is your offering is is better given when it is mixed with faith what do i mean by your offering is better given when it is mixed with faith i mean that when you are led when you hear a word of faith about what to give you see Some of us don't really understand that um, the, the place of giving is mostly the place of being led to give. I'm telling you the truth. God said to Abraham, bring Isaac, your only son. That particular giving counted for something great because God had told him what to give. Do you understand it? So, when you are led on what to give, some of you, some of you are so closed up about the leading of God when it comes to your giving, and that's the reason why you feel there is everything casual about your offering, and your offering doesn't count for harvest because there is everything casual about it, and you don't even hear when God says, "Give this." It is not. It's, it's, you don't give because the church has a need. The Spirit of God will actually reveal the need to you. Many times. And he will reveal the need to you by yourself. That you will be willing and more than willing to give. Because he reveals it based on your capacity. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the the kind of giving. That is profound in the New Testament. Is the one that is stirred up from the place of the word of faith. That's the best kind of giving. That's the best kind of giving. <laughs> the greatest offering is the word. I heard the spirit of God say this to me while I was in the shower this evening, getting ready to come. The greatest offering is the word. I know you don't understand what I'm saying. The word, the word, the greatest offering is the word. The greatest offering is the word fail. I'm waiting for you guys to catch that. Exactly. Jesus is the greatest offering, but Jesus is the word. So your offering is not your money. Your offering is what gives your money. is what carries your money. That's your offering. Can I say that again? Your offering is not just your money. But your offering is what carries your money. So if you get that. I'm going to continue. I'm going to share something that you probably may have never heard anywhere on Sunday about this so I'll stop here but I want you to know that the best kind of offering is the one that doesn't place value on the amount but with a heart connection so when we say it's time for offering it's a spiritual thing it's a spiritual thing when we say it's time for offering we're not saying it's time for donation or we're not saying church needs money no we're seeing it's it's it oh goodness. I, I'm tempted to actually go into the next thing I want to say, but I'll keep that for Sunday. When we say it's time for offering, we're say because um go back to Second Corinthians nine. 2 Corinthians nine from verse six downwards. Start from verse six. But this I say: He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will. This is you who is doing the sowing. Next verse. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a what? A cheerful giver. Now you understand cheerful giver, right? It's cheerful. God loves a giver whose money has a connection with the heart. That's the kind of giver God loves. Next verse, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Next verse, and it is written, He has dispersed abroad, He has given to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. Now look at verse ten. Now may He, this is, this He is in capital letter, right? May He. Which is God who supplies seed to the sower. Now it brings the focus back to God. Before it was you who was bringing the money. Now it comes in verse 10 to, to God. I will show you what this verse 10 means on Sunday. That your offering is, is spiritual. That when, when you say you are giving 500 naira. If it, if it doesn't represent your value. And if it doesn't come from the place of a heart. If it is not mixed with faith. It is nearly not an offering that's the reason why people give and they don't see anything now does this look like does this look like a message that is cajoling you to to give no, no. but because of this message you begin to give more and you begin to give right. Yeah. Why am I saying this I'm saying this because You will open up your heart to the places where God will... How did the woman know if God had not told her? Just think about it. That woman who gave two mites. How did she know if God had not told her that there will be a turnaround in her life? She must have heard something that stirred her to give. That's the one that is mixed with faith. What do I mean when I say your offering is mixed with faith? I'm saying there's a word that precedes your giving you get a leading you get a prompting in your spirit um, um so this so 10,000 naira so 20 naira so 50 naira so whatever the spirit of god tells you to give that is the one that is mixed with faith because it's coming from an instruction of the spirit are you getting this and when you obey it is so profitable that you you have no idea now i'm i'm, I'm a very emotional giver I've said this many times that um, when I give something, I get back the same thing almost in literal form. If I, if I give a tie, I get back a tie. If I give a shoe, I get back a shoe. If I give money, I get back money. If I give dollars, I get back dollars. If I give, yesterday I was, I, I gave um, some dollars to someone some um, weeks ago is it weeks a ago or so. And then, same amount. I got same amount. This week. Casually. And I said to myself, I'm like, Is this how this thing is? God keeps blowing my mind every day. To showing me that if you hear the instruction as you are led by the Spirit to give. And you mix it with faith. You obey that voice. Your giving becomes profitable. I'm telling you the truth. This is the giving that works. So that woman must have heard something. How did she know she was going to see Jesus standing there? How did she know? She must have heard something. For her to give her all. We do. I know about a few of you who came to meet me privately. Of the things you wanted to give while we were in Cano. And you said to me you are going to give this. And from the people who said to me they were going to give certain certain amount... It was the Spirit of God that told them. Because on their own, they would not give that. Because it doesn't make logical sense. When I heard it, I knew this had to be God. That's the, that's the kind of giving that provokes God. Amen. Amen. When I mean provoke God, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> not getting God to do anything. But that's the kind of giving that counts in the New Testament. The one that is... So, I have a question for you. Have you ever been led to give before? Have you ever been led to give before? You know, there are some of us who have never heard a word. Because we have a default of binding the voice <laughs> <laughs> that comes. When, whenever there is a voice that comes on, on giving, there is there is this there is this God in you. But listen, listen, when you begin to train yourself to give as you hear, oh my God, you see the giving. You will see the giving that is profitable. That's the, that's, that's the one that is mixed with faith. You will see it. Praise God. Um, you heard the testimony of Pastor Vincent, for those of you who are in Cano. Somebody was building a house in Leckie, and all of a sudden, he just went, he, he came to Cano, he saw Daddy building church before building his house. So how can a pastor, you know, you've been a pastor for many years, you don't have a house with your building church. That's not the norm because many pastors these days will build their houses first before they build church. But I learned from my father that you do God first. You see, I have respect for people who take God first. Can I give you an advice? I was telling one of my sisters, I said, don't take, don't put money first before God. You know, we can say this, we can say this, but when when the time for action comes, the decision-making time, That's when you know what you really believe. I advise you, choose God first all the time. Because it is Him who gives you power to make wealth. Don't ever put God second because you're looking for money. Never do that. The one millionaire will wait. The contract will wait. But my place of service, my place in the kingdom, that's first. That's number one. Praise God. So, it is this kind of giving that works. So, when he heard that daddy was building church first before, he just went, took papers and sold it into the church that he was going to. Carried his house, land, house and gave it to the church. We've heard crazy testimonies. Crazy testimonies. Some of you will give your cars, not because the pastor said we need, but because God has told you. Do you know how many... Glory to God. In fact, some of you, God has spoken to you about who to give. There are certain people he wants you to give certain things to. But you have sh- you are not trained yet in the area of giving. And because of that, you have not exercised the, the faith giving that this thing is talking about. But you are going to grow from today. I want your giving to be heart connected. All right, I want your giving to represent your value. And, and thirdly, I want your giving to be mixed with what? With faith. That's, that's the one that profits. Praise the Lord. Amen. God loves a cheerful giver. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Say after me, I'm a, giver. I'm a giver. My heart is connected to my giving. I hear the Spirit of God. I want you to pray this sincerely from your heart. I hear the Spirit of God. My, my my mind is open to giving. Open to giving. I, move I move as the spirit leads me. My hands are open to give. My mind is, my mind is not shut to give. Short to give. In, Jesus In Jesus name. I can assure you. You're going to live a stress free life. Um, let, let me show you. I gave out my Samsung phone. Um, uh, I think it was a day to my birthday to one of my sons here. And then all of a sudden, I never knew that God was working in Note 8 for me. In two days after I gave my Samsung, I got this. This is still Samsung. It is too literal for me. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from... (laughs) Most of the things that I have are gifts. I, I hardly buy things with money. Who told you you have to buy everything? You don't. You don't have to. You can just be led. You can just be led. So make sure when we say it's offering time, put your heart in your giving. If if you follow the teaching carefully, before you got here, you must have been led on what to give. Am I making sense? Before you got to church on Wednesday. It's not donation time. No, that's not what we're saying. It's not donation time, donation time, then the ladies are bringing baskets. That's not what it is. This thing I just said reminded me of um, coming to America. <laughs> it's not donation time. It's spiritual. You're giving is spiritual. So I'll show you more things on Sunday. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So it's offering time. 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 It's, offering time. it's, offering time. it's offering time. This is part of the expression of the mind of Christ. For those of you who understand the mind of Christ. In the place of your identity. Who you are in Christ Jesus. You will begin to express everything that God has called you to be and to do.